This is a niche radio podcast. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or log into www.nicheradio.co.za. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Trade Again Money Matters. It's a new week. New challenges, new experiences. Are you ready for the week? There's quite a lot to cover this week. So, without wasting any more time, uh, petrol price is about to go up. And in April, we predict that it's probably going to go up 9%. And uh, diesel price is probably going to go up 6%. Also, um, we want, I want to make this specific episode of Money Matters like an opinion piece about banks and what's happening in that industry. There's quite a lot of disruption that's going on in that industry and it's definitely worth talking about and, you know, highlighting a few things that might be, you know, interesting to talk about. And on top of that, um, we're going to be talking, discussing about some companies like JP Morgan Chase, which is cutting a hundred of jobs in their assets and wealth management divisions. It's quite an interesting time, people. And I think the time has arrived you know, the time has truly arrived. Okay, so just to start off with the review of Capitec Bank, uh, some of the highlights from the, you know, they released their annual results uh, for this past year, uh, which their financial year ended in February 2019. So they released their results last week, okay, um, on the 28th. So just the brief highlights of some of the things that they've managed to achieve. Um, they use a simple and transparent banking model now and it has, you know, they have briefly a customer ratio of 11.4 million clients and 2.2 million clients, um, they use the app. So basically it's up 75%. The usage of the app itself is up 75% and the clients are up 15%. And they also gave, you know, I see a lot of banks are venturing out into the funeral or insurance divisions. So they basically are saying that they they gave, you know, funeral policies to more than 500,000 clients. That's a lot. That's quite a lot considering that they are in transactional banking and so forth. Well, not in business banking yet, but the fact that they offer, you know, uh, bank products such as transaction, transactional bank savings and so forth, loans and so forth. So they're not really in the funeral insurance space. But the fact that they've achieved 500,000 clients is, is quite is quite interesting. Okay, so they've created, well, they now have 13,774 uh, employees, um, which is up, you know, 441 jobs since, you know, the other year. Okay, so also what's notable is that Time Bank has arrived. Petrus Mutsipe, for those who don't know, Petrus Mutsipe, you know, invested in a in a company called Time Bank, which is a digital company with a digital offering. Um, they're strictly digital. So there's no ATMs, there's no branches, there's no nothing. It's just an online bank. Okay. And they are targeting from what I hear, they've you know been signing up more than, you know, between six thousand to ten thousand customers daily. Okay. That's quite a lot of clients. But you know this led to Capitec, well, because they can see that more and more people are, are opening up to the idea of digital banking and so forth, they've literally lowered their fees because what, what Time did is um, Sandile Shabalala, which is the CEO of Time, was really just sharing that, you know what, um, we 
offer low banking charges. So basically, it's it's going to be quite difficult to try and understand how they're going to make their money, but they have, you know, the lowest fees so far, especially taking into consideration their their competitors. So now Capitec also lowered its fees, okay, in order to accommodate the thing. Time strictly made it, you know, made it known that they're not targeting the wealthy clients. They are targeting low-income households and people that, you know, really want to get access to 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 low-service banking, you know. Of course, right now, they're just in their traditional, you know, transaction space, which is opening an account, is, you know, um, and using it for transactional purposes. But surely, over time, they will, you know, they will definitely probably broaden their, their reach, okay? Don't forget also, Discovery Bank is, is also on the way. So that industry itself is, is quite, it's being disrupted so heavily right now. In this moment, you know, days are gone when we used to think it's it's almost impossible to own a bank, you know, because now more and more people are starting to realize that, you know what, this type of space or this type of industry is actually, you know, people want simpler, efficient and fast digital products, which is what time is doing. Okay, no shame to the other banks. I mean, Capitec has built an exceptional bank over the years and FNB, you know, it has it has quite a lot of thing. Um, it has quite a lot of clients as well as NetBank and they're offering because it it um, it transcends or it it goes even deeper into business banking it it definitely is uh, a bank of banks of choice when it comes to being a business owner and so forth well time will tell I suppose in the, the irony <laughs> okay so now it's it's quite amazing to see that more and more fund managers especially people asset managers, wealth managers, and so forth, are considering offshore investments. This is mainly because of what's going on in South Africa right now. I mean, the JSC has been suffocating. It has been suffocating, and it's been it's been a long time, you know? It's been quite, quite a long time. And gone are those days when it used to be, you know, give a return of, I mean, the index would give a return of 19, 19% to 20% yearly, you know? Right now, it's very difficult for a traditional fund manager or even an asset management company or hedge fund to, to offer that kind of a return because of the climate that's that's happening right now and because of, you know, political influences and so forth. So it's beginning to be quite challenging, you know, I must say. And hence, you know, some companies in the finance industry are cutting jobs because, you know, in the space of trying to create algorithms and different innovative products, mm, I suppose based on making what one would call, say, what one would call like uh, staff reviews, then this that realization that you know what uh, the finance industry is is literally on the forefront next to the technology industry um, to develop new ways of banking, and unfortunately, with that or new ways of running finance companies and unfortunately with that comes innovative products that really do not necessarily need people working on them as opposed to artificial intelligence for example so it's quite interesting what's going on but we'll definitely see where it goes and how far it goes what's more interesting is also to see the fact that you know there's there's a culture that exists among the banks so for example now 
a lot of customers are jumping onto time, but they're not necessarily leaving their own traditional banks or their own conventional banks. So basically, it's almost as if they're giving a test to see what's going to happen in the next three months. And I suppose the bigger banks or the, the older banks are trying to, to you know, uh, they're hoping maybe that their customers won't lose them after those, you know, like trial run periods. And they're hoping that, you know, uh, they, they can retain their customers, which I don't know because right now it's very competitive. Right now what's going on in the banking space is very, very competitive. I always say, you know, in, in tough investment cycles, uh, a good fund manager would maintain a healthy merit and extremity. So basically, you know, it doesn't matter what, if you stick to, to your own strategies, you stick to your own investment philosophies, you stick to your own way of doing things, and hopefully being innovative while in the process, then the competition between different companies and competing for customers and so forth is really not necessary, I think. You know, it all in the investment space or in the finance space, it's all about who gets the highest return and who can retain clients. You know, it's it's absolutely one thing that, you know, that's this is why I feel like there's quite a lot of companies that are on the come up now, truly you know, exceptional wealth builders that are going to disrupt the finance industry even further as the year goes, and which is definitely going to see more and more, say, for example, BE or um, African people getting into that, that space, you know, and which is truly exceptional to see. I mean, I can't wait to, 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 to go even bigger beyond, uh, you know, managing employees and managing my own assets and managing, you know, and that of qualifying friends and family, and hopefully that will happen also before the end of the, week, the 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 end of the year. So I'm looking forward to that where we can truly go public, you know, go public and cause disruptions as well, you know. Hopefully, so yeah. More so with the petrol price, um, there's a lot of factors that influence petrol changes and petrol prices and so forth. And unfortunately, April is going to be really, really a tough month for motorists um so now you can tell me are you taking a bus to work or are you driving your own car okay which one is more cheaper and more affordable for you but yeah so i waited for the questions uh and i will be answering them just just keep sending the questions subscribe to niche radio subscribe to to you know uh, davis kasana on youtube um there's quite a few a lot of things that we're busy with actually especially with regards to the show. So uh, keep sending the questions and I'll be sure to answer them, all of them, okay? And, but yeah, let's continue let's continue the conversation on the social media. Let's continue the conversation uh, on the internet and hopefully face-to-face for those who I, who I meet almost daily, okay? But yeah, our bank story for the week. Now, we all know that elections are coming up on the 8th of May. And everyone is truly excited about the party that they were voting for. Who are you voting for? Okay, so we're seeing a lot of interesting things develop because everyone is so passionate about who they're voting for, whether it's ANC, whether it's DA, whether it's, you know, EFF, uh, Ahang, whichever party. Okay, I mean, even uh, the former SABC frontman has his own party. So it's it's quite interesting to see. So... There's quite a lot of promises flying around and I'm not going to give my opinion piece because I believe, you know, if you're in business, you should not try to involve yourself too much into the politics. But I leave that to you. You decide 
What do you think is the bank story for the week? What's been happening? What's been happening uh, as far as elections? What's been happening as far as the competition amongst the different parties? And what do you think is going to be the impact on the outcome at the end of 8th of May? Because now even Moody's hold down, you know, everyone thought we we're going to be downgraded by the ratings agency, but it held off on 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 their on that opinion piece or on that uh credit rating. So what do you think is gonna happen? I'm gonna post another podcast because I truly feel like this one was just mostly talking about banks. Uh and there's a lot of topics that I want to cover, especially with relation to the first podcast that I did. For more visit www.nicheradio.co.za.